Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. As always, this is Stephen Covey, which is on this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Friday. You know what? It's episode number eight. We're going to talk about making and keeping commitments to yourself. Man, I talked about this a very long time ago. Jack Canfield talked about this in his book, uh, The Success Principles uh, podcast that I did back in 2016, and a lot of people would not like to go all the way back to 2016 to listen to me, which is completely fine, but you know what? Here we go. I want to talk about this. I'm going to take this quote right out of his book. There is absolutely nothing you could do that will increase integrity faster than learning how to keep commitments to yourself. See, in the second wave, I'm going to talk about the relationship trust, but we'll talk about that power, of course, when that comes. But there's no way you're going to be able to commit to a relationship if you can't commit to yourself. That's all it comes down to, guys. So, now, there are a lot of different people. There are a lot of different people I've come across, and there are a lot of people who have very bad communication. There are people that just cannot send messages back, you know what, and I'm one of those people, I'm actually getting better at that, it all depends, see, and the thing is, the reason why I don't send messages back is because I don't get proper sleep, so when I'm actually on a sky trade, I really don't want to look at my phone or anything, because then I'll get sleepy and this and that, yeah, excuses, excuses, guys, see, keeping the smallest commitments to get back to someone, even if it's a message or this or that, it's very, very important, the most punctual person I know is my graphic designer, when I message him, he immediately messages me back probably within a minute. A minute, and this could be any time, right? Obviously, he lives in Myanmar. I live in Thailand. We're only about a half hour apart, apparently. Not even an hour, a half hour. But when it comes down to all of this and keeping commitments, guys, there's, there's one. Um, there was one girl, an entrepreneur. Uh, she lives up there in Chiang Mai who I used to speak to. But I don't tolerate pettiness. I don't tolerate just... I, I just don't tolerate any of that nonsense. So this is what it comes down to. First time I met her, it was really great. We actually talked about, you know, different things. I had a Facebook Live with her on BeLive.tv. Um, we brought her on to Motivational Mentors. We talked about a lot of interesting things and everything, which is really good. Um, and she had a lot of great things to say. However, after that, you know, she didn't keep her commitment. And she doesn't message back. However, she posts on the Facebook wall and everything, but she cannot post back. So there was one day, it was like two weeks ago, last, what, two weeks ago Wednesday, right? She said, hey, are you free Thursday? What time are you free? I got something going on. She sent me a voice message. She even sent me a voice message. I'm like, hey, okay, I'm free this time. I'm free this time after I drop off this and that. So let me know what you're doing. Thursday came around. Thursday morning, nothing. Thursday afternoon, nothing. Thursday evening, nothing. Not even a message saying, I'm sorry, I didn't get back to you earlier. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, two weeks later. After that, I said, I'm done. Blocked. Seriously. Like, you, I just can't, I can't trust you anymore. How can I reinstill that trust? No, she doesn't trust herself. So how can I trust her if she doesn't trust herself in keeping some of the easiest commitments? That's all it comes down to, guys. If you can't hold your agreement, you need to alert the other party immediately. If you're going to cancel anything, alert the other party. That's all it comes down to, guys. And so if you're not able to do that, and two weeks later there's still not even a thing or that, and of course she posts all the time, oh, man. So what could you possibly say? Oh, my God, I'm so sorry I didn't get back to you for two weeks. We had a planned podcast on Thursday, but I'm so sorry I didn't get back to you. There's nothing you could say. So get the hell out of here. Best of luck to you. I just don't tolerate that. And this happened with me. Remember, I talked to you guys about this probably in the last, uh, what was it, the last, oh man, it was like five or ten podcasts ago. 
I didn't keep my commitment with this uh, with the individuals, the yoga instructor out there in California. Found her on Instagram. I was like, hey, could you come on and this and that? She's like, sure. She didn't talk to me or email me back at any given point all weekend. Not even until the show actually happened. So 10 minutes before the show, it said, oh, you know, I got an email and this is when I woke up in the morning. It said, oh, your, your guest is waiting for you. I'm like, oh my God, she actually came on and she didn't email me back. I was like, oh my God, I'm sincerely, uh, you know, sorry for what I, uh, you know, for basically not coming on, but you didn't email me back. She's like, oh, I don't email on weekends. And I think she emailed me back and she was like, do you want to do this again? Or yeah, she asked me if I wanted to do it again. And I said, yeah. And she disappeared. Well, initially I didn't keep my commitment, but I do need to do a follow-up to make sure that they are committed to the time. So when I email you on a Saturday or Sunday, regardless if you don't show the the email or this, let me know and say, hey, listen, I'm not going to be by my email, but I'll see you on Sunday night. Because normally on Saturday and Sunday, I I have my personal things I have to do. It's all you have to tell me. You should have told me before in advance. I can't point fingers. All accountability is on me. I should have just showed up and see if she was coming, but I didn't want to take that chance, and I decided to get an extra 15 minutes of sleep. Well, that relationship, well, that probably was going to, well, I wouldn't even say that because I found it on Instagram and a lot of people on Instagram are a little fakey. So yeah, anyways, guys, it's all, now, big commitments, very small commitments, medium-sized commitments, it doesn't really matter. Now, big commitments are more difficult if you guys have difficulty, just as my student, just I just spoke to him, um, he says he has difficulty keeping commitments and being on time, punctuality. So this is another story. There was one lady. I remember I showed up to work just two weeks before, two weeks prior, okay? And I showed up at 8.15, no one was there. 8.30, no one was there. 8.45, I was like, what's going on? I got 15 minutes before I teach this French manager, you know? Then they finally opened the door. They're like, can we help you? I was like, yeah, uh, my name's our city. I'm here to teach at 9 a.m. And she's like, oh, okay, wait. And then she came back out. She's like, okay, you could come in. I was like, no, I don't want to come in. Fuck you guys. How are you going to treat me like that? That's ridiculous. What, 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 uh, can I help you? Yeah, I'm here to teach. Do you not know? Or did the stupid-ass lady not tell you? Two weeks later, ended up having an interview about the contract, and it was so funny because we did not have a commitment or a committed time on when to meet. I just told her after 11. And so I went to go get my hair cut, this, that. I went to go have this meeting. Probably within 30 seconds, I already knew that this was not a place I wanted to work and that she had a lot of hidden agendas. But she did bring it up. She said, Oh, you know, you showed up 15 minutes late for a very important meeting. I said, nope, first and foremost, I didn't say 11 in my mind. But then she's pointing out the negative right off the back. But you need me. You ignored me for a year, but you came back asking, hey, do you want a full-time job, a full-time contract? Why? Because all of your teachers have left because you're an asshole? So I'm like, "Uh whatever. Went home, blocked the email, blocked the number, stay the hell away from me. Don't ever want to work for you again anymore. And the the job offer was absolutely, it was disgraceful too. So (laughs) guys, that's one thing I just, again, like in my last podcast, I just don't pander around that stuff. You're not going to point out and say, oh, you were late on time. I'll be like, excuse me? Yeah, uh, we didn't have a committed time. Bye. I could have got up and I could have left right out of that meeting, which I should have done. I was thinking about just leaving because I already made up in my mind, hey, you know what? I'm not going to come here. And so I could have just said, hey, you know what? I'm going to stop you right there. I don't want you to waste your breath. We're done. Because you just pointed out, (laughs) you you, you know, um, what is it? You weren't on time today. But your staff didn't let me in for 45 minutes before my – I had to stand up for 45 minutes outside your office. You showed up 30 minutes late after telling me, oh, can you please wait? 
But yet when I'm 15 minutes after a no committed time, you point that out? See, that's a negative boss. And with those types of people, especially with the hidden agendas that were hidden within her, listen, I'm going to cut this bad boy off. I'm going to hurry up and – you know, I emailed her back, and I said, you know what? I'm not going to do the job. Sorry. And then she said, hey, we found another teacher to teach the French uh, – I'm like, yeah, because uh, I'm not going to teach just two hours uh, – four hours a month. Get the hell out of here. And then finally, like three weeks ago, I'm like, I know she's going to ask me about going to her table at this expo to promote her company because I'm a great speaker. So I went to the email, the last email that she actually has of mine, and blocked her. That's it. That's how I do, man. That's how I do. I don't pander around ignorance. And so you guys shouldn't either. If you're putting up with that, man, you guys got to find another way to put it up with the shit. All right, so now let's focus. Let's get back on topic. <sighs> Very small commitments, guys. This is how we're going to do it. You want value? I got value. Getting up when the alarm clock goes off. Not overeating, speaking respectfully to others. It's like a tactfulness. And there are a lot of people that lack tactfulness. And you know what? I'm going to list those things very, very shortly. I might make a podcast on them because there's a lo- there are so many people that lack tactfulness. And there are 21 key things that Andrew Carnegie talked about 100 years ago that people do. And so, again, I will be speaking about that. But, yeah. I mean, those are the smallest commitments. Large or small, it's going to increase your self-confidence, all right? So first, don't make too many commitments. This is the problem I make, right? I got so many projects. I have this. I got that. And I'm like, okay, I need to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. I want to do that. But then what ends up happening is I don't, I don't stay committed to any of them because I have so many things on my plate. See, if you do or if I did that or if I've been doing that, it just sets both you and I up for failure. See, differentiate between a goal, a direction, a focus, and an actual commitment. See, when you make a commitment to yourself, you got to do it with clear understanding, all right? And you need to make a pledge to that integrity. So we get into the second one. Treat a commitment to make, or I'm sorry, treat a commitment you make to yourself with as much respect as you do the commitments to make others. Whether it's a commitment to be on time or exercise or sleep, whatever it may be, you need to prioritize your energy and focus and treat it in yourself with respect. All right? So, again, if you're committed to, like, my volunteering project that just happened last night, she came to me. You know, I got everything. She said, can you come? I said, yep. When am I going to be there? 30 minutes before. I stay committed. I'm not going to cancel that because that's an opportunity of a lifetime. Some people are like, oh, are you going to get paid for it? No, it's a volunteer thing. Then why are you doing it? Listen, that's not how it works. Never go after the money. Go after the connections. The money will follow. And so let's go into the last one. Third, you just can't make commitments impulsively. Meaning if you make a commitment and someone says, hey, can you teach on this day? And you're like, uh, no, don't do it. Because if you say yeah and then you end up canceling after that, you just cheat it yourself. You guys probably do that on a number different <laughs> on a number of occasions, such as you know how I used to do it. And so <clears throat> you just need to understand that when you're keeping your commitments, you have two choices, right? You can change your behavior to match your commitment, or you can lower your values to match your behavior. See, one choice is going to strengthen that integrity, and one's going to diminish. 
everything and your confidence and your ability into everything and making and keeping those commitments for the future. And you know what? It's going to shift the direction with regards to your values. And you know what? Even if it's slight, it's going to create a change in that trajectory. And you know what? That that destination is going to be down a very ugly, well-worn path. So, guys, I'm encouraging you right now to learn to make and keep commitments to yourself with wisdom. There is no better way to build that trust. Now, I remember that lady. You know, the lady I just spoke about at the very beginning. Uh, She's like, hey, are you free October? uh, What is it? November 9th. I need you to do this and that and this and that. And this is when I had a discombobulated relationship with the last – with the last place I had been working at. And I was like, deal, I'm there. But then after she said those things during the interviews and after she took one of my students, I just blocked the email. I don't need you. You don't need me. And we're done. We're done forever. I don't need your money. I don't need that funky ass $17 an hour. You can shove it up your, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, I'm not going to tell her that. But I'm just saying it to myself. And I'm just going to let bygones be bygones. and let the, Just don't let those little things. That's the smallest thing in the world. This is life. This is how we communicate. So if there's something, there's some uneasiness, and there's something I just don't like about a particular individual and working with this person, I'm done. Life is too short. No, that's not true. Life is very long to be dealing with ignorance. So remember that. And guys, with that being said, you got your three rules. You got your three things to follow, okay? Keeping those commitments, I'm going to be talking about standing up for your values, standing up for what you believe in. On the next podcast, um, what is it? Not tomorrow. I'm sorry. That's Luke tomorrow. But uh, next Monday, you guys are going to be getting that same good old podcast. So stay tuned for that. And with that being said, guys, thanks so much again for tuning in to another episode of uh, Stephen Covey's episode number eight. If you guys liked it, share it. If you shared it, that means you liked it. That means thank you so much. I'm your host, Arsenio. Over and out.